0: All right, Larry. I want you to attack this one like you're hungry, like the wolf. <laughs> Everybody pile on in, into Mackey's clubhouse. I'm Kevin.
1: I'm um, House Party. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, Here we are. I'm still trying it out, Jank. I'm still trying to go with House Party. <laughs> is my new name. We're gonna make that sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care what we have to do. I think it's taken off. I see a lot of people.
0: Are they calling you that at work?
1: Uh, yeah, work, uh, the news, there was a segment on the news the other day about it, so, it, I think it's taken off, I think people like it, so, good to hear, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, season four, episode five, Tar Baby, hmm yeah, that's probably not a PC term,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to look that up, and it seems like, I don't know, some people say it isn't, but some people say it's fine, so, I don't know, Apparently it comes from some, like, uh, Uncle Remus story about, like, Br'er Rabbit getting stuck in this this trap. Uh, it was, like, part tar and part something else. And, like, you know, the more you fought it, the more you got stuck, essentially. So, it, it's, it's a fitting title for this. Plus, you know, it obviously involves this girl whose mom is on tar.
1: <laughs>
0: that is true, yeah. That is her baby, so.
1: Um... Original air date was uh, April twelfth, two thousand five. Directed by Guy Ferland. New, he mm-hmm. new guy. Jank, we never. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Guy Ferland's all over this goddamn show. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> see what Guy Ferland looks like. I'm gonna, all over I'm gonna it. Google up a Guy Ferland because in my mind <laughs> he looks like Dutch. Oh, I can see it oh, that. Oh God, no, he does not look like Dutch at all. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. He's oh, he looks like uh, a real dork. That's what he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> but what? Like he looks like somebody though.
0: Yeah, he kind of looks like uh, hmm. yeah, like Matthew Barry,
1: <laughs> Matthew Barry, the fantasy football guy.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: all right, kind of. Um, yeah, someone in that in that vein. He's got some big old ears.
1: Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, anyways, that's our Guy Ferland segment of the show. <laughs> so go ahead and Google if him. If he was
0: Canadian, name. then we could call him Gee
1: Ferland. Oh, yeah. Maybe he is Guy. <laughs> Do you think he's no. Canadian?
0: No. I th- I remember them mentioning him on the commentaries. So it's definitely his guy.
1: Oh, see, I like Guy better. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, let's see what Guy Furland... Try harder, Guy Furland. He's from Massachusetts, man. He's probably a dick. <laughs> um, fucking asshole. So, yeah, uh... Air date, 412. Was, uh, yeah. 412, yep. 2005. Yep, and written by... Written by Charles
0: H. Egley again. Hmm. He's he's back. Chick Egley, I believe is what they call him. Chick. <laughs> Which definitely sounds better than
1: Charles H. Yeah, I want to call me Charles H. But shit,
0: then now you're getting laid.
1: What's that other dude's name? There was there's somebody else who always is a writer who has like a, a an E I think maybe in the in the in the name. Yeah, Adam E. Fierro I think. Oh yeah, Adam E. Fierro versus Charles H. Egley. I want to know who wins that fight. I want to see that. One. <laughs> me too. I'm oh, going yeah, with. To get a Kickstarter to get this to happen, I don't know, Jack. Listen, I know zero about either guy, but I'm going with Charles H. Egley in a massacre. <laughs> he beats he, the fuck out yeah. of Adam, Adam E. Fiero. That's, He'll that's, break that's, his monocle and try to stab, stab him with it. Yeah, that sounds that's like a guess. classy gent. Yes, yeah, like the Monopoly guy. <laughs> All right, so God damn it, jank This fucking episode opens with uh, Aceveda is fake raping that hooker. It's yeah. very David Feeney style, man. That's immediately <laughs> who I thought of. I was like, oh, David Feeney. If, you guys, if only you guys <laughs> were out on a jogging track, yes. yeah. Yeah, you were only on the track at like USC or something. I think David Feeney, yep. but, Except uh, he's, the, uh, he's the initiator here. Although I
0: guess it's fitting that both of their names are David. That and is David
1: true. And David Feeney. I wonder what David Damoshek <laughs> likes to rape. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask him. Yeah. Um, but apparently Feeney gets too rough. She's
0: like, yeah, no. She's like way it. into it and then like, don't leave bruises, I told you.
1: Yeah, like yeah, she comes in <laughs> the character real quick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> That's a boner killer for me. If I'm getting fucking, <laughs> if I'm getting fucking uh, nitpicked and chastised right in the middle of, because uh, uh, it happened to me once. Oh, I, I <laughs> oh, no. How about this? One time, uh, I was probably like, I don't know, maybe 17 or something, 18. Mm-hmm. Um. I was banging this girl. It was like a one night stand. I'd have been drinking and shit and we were going at it for a while. And then like, just in the middle of it, she goes, uh, are you finished? <laughs> I was like, I, I am now. And I just like, yeah. I just got dressed. That was the last time I ever saw that girl. Wow. So <laughs> yeah, just Scorn. For, the, for the hooker to come out of character like that real quick and be like, Listen, douchebag, I told you don't leave a fucking bruise on me. I'd be like, ah oh, man, my boner's gone. Yeah.
0: You could see that's the way he was feeling too. Like you could see it in his eyes. Like he was
1: oh.
0: It was that funny. I was
1: like, oh my god, I'm gonna eat. I was just about to come and you ruined it, you fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. So we so now once again we start to think like, remember that that girl a couple seasons ago, Jane? I don't know now. <laughs> well,
0: uh, here's the thing is we, we did find out what happened with that, where she was the one who was more into that kind of stuff. And Acevedo was the one who's like, no, no, I don't want to do that. So I don't think he,
1: he was into it back then.
0: Apparently, now if that
1: girl came along, he'd be all for it. But, but let me be honest with you, Jenks. All, that all sounds like fake news. Fake news. <laughs> That's what that is to me. That's fake news. Acevedo, <laughs> I'm blaming him. I'm <laughs> for all of
0: it. Because we found out the whole reason she was actually mad was because his two buddies were the ones who raped her, and he, she figured that, you know, oh, he sent him there.
1: Yeah. Um. We get uh, Glenn Close giving a speech. Oh, wait, like, before they leave, like, Acevedo,
0: like, and the hooker are talking and shit. And she's trying to, like, kind of be, you know, nice about this whole thing and try to make it not weird. And he's just like, I don't pay you to talk.
1: Yeah. That's I hear you. Well, she's kind of a bitch in that scene too though. <laughs> um so we get Glenn close, she's giving a speech at like some community center or whatever. Yeah, this is um, not a town yeah. meeting that Aceveda
0: was talking about last episode. Oh, right, right, right. And we're like, don't do it, it's a trap. Turns out it was a trap. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, Anthony Anderson's there. Uh, Antoine Mitchell, they call him in the show, but I call him Anthony yep. in the notes. Because <laughs> um, you're that close. You well, close. it's just, it's easier to write AA when I'm writing notes down. So that's, I, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, AA for, this week. Yeah, he's always AA. You know what else was weird about this episode? Uh, I know you watch him on the DVDs or whatever, the Blu-rays. You got Blu-ray or DVDs for this? Uh, DVD. Okay. Old um, <laughs> well, I watch it on Hulu. And I got the cheap-ass Hulu. So in between, like, the, the shit with Aceveda and when Glenn Close does her speech, they put a commercial in there. They never do that. I was like, what? Yeah, the fucking in- the, the theme song? Yeah, it was weird. Oof. They threw a commercial break in there, and I was like, this is weird. I even wrote it down. But yeah. so Anthony Anderson kind of calls uh, Glenn Close out of this speech and shit. <laughs> There's also, there's a weird thing
0: where, like, one of the guys apparently has been watching Dolomite too much because he just talks in rhymes. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard you guys do a lot of talking, but all I see is more sidewalk (laughs) talking. You got to start a song. I want to see what that guy's life is like. Yeah, it's probably a good, probably a good life. You say you're going to stop all the hoes from tricking, but I think all they need is some serious deep-dicking.
1: <laughs> because deep down inside, all every woman needs is just some good deep-dicking. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what movie is that from, Jack? <laughs> Chasing Amy. That is true. That is from Chasing Amy. Um, Vic and Billings are working together. They're at a murder scene. Uh. Yeah, a drug
0: counselor got killed mm, um, by somebody
1: driving a, a rice rocket. Um, so we're back at the meeting again, and Julian, uh, well, before Julian stands up, uh, Aceveda, fucking not Aceveda, Anthony Anderson <laughs> and Glenn close. close, they kind of start getting into it a little bit um, in front of everybody at, at this town hall. It's a pretty good scene, because, like, you know, she says something, and then he, he retorts it, and it, it, it's it's a pretty good back and forth between these two. Julian yeah, stands he's just up. Trying to be,
0: he's trying to cause trouble and shit all over this policy, because obviously the the uh, all the seizures are putting a dent in his business. So he's trying to whip the people in onto his side.
1: Yeah. So Julian stands up, and he, he talks. He's like, listen, you know, I grew up here. I, you know, we're just trying to do it. You know, we're just trying to make it a better place to live type of thing. But then Aceveda chimes in and he starts talking shit on stuff because he's just a dick now. Yeah, you know what he really is. I mean, it's just like it's almost like he wanted the city council job just so he could hang out and shit on everybody. Like, he's not. I haven't really seen him do anything yet. I've just seen him just kind of just hanging around, just shitting on people. He just wants all of the power. Like,
0: he's got a better, higher-paying job now, but even that's not enough. He wants to do his old job and do this job. He just wants to be everything to everyone. Yeah, I
1: guess. He's everything you want. (laughs) He's everything you need. Name that band, Jank. Vertical Horizon. Oh,
0: there you go. I made a great song parody of that one time.
1: Oh, what was it called? Uh, it was about Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're you're writing Mr. Clean jingles? No, yeah, pretty much. You're not sending them to Mr. Clean though. You're just doing this at home and just keeping them for yourself. Yep, yep. They're all for me. <laughs> uh, I think you should. I think I mean, you should share those with all the world, Jank. Maybe on the finale <laughs> of this episode. Or this season, like a season, uh, you know, we always just do that one episode that week. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe for some filler, you, you put together your uh, Mr. Clean jingle <laughs> and play it for Not us. real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just one song. Oh, the good. Vertical Horizon Mr. Clean parody. We want to hear it. <laughs> All right. I'll you know. get to work on that. All right.
0: got to get me so a recording good. studio and a producer. Maybe yeah, a I don't room. know.
1: Yeah, you don't have to. Like, I don't know, maybe Diddy. <laughs> Diddy. Diddy does it. He's got to be available. All right, so uh, Aceveda and uh, Glenn Close get into it outside a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're talking in the parking lot. Aceveda is just a real fucking dude. She's basically telling... I think this is where he tells her, like, basically, you got to run everything through me. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the oversight committee or whatever the committee is, the police captain oversight committee i don't know what the fuck he's on something where he's basically like has stroke over her has power over her yeah he's kind of supervising that whole program now which yeah. is fucking dumb
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and she kind of just grins at him you know like you know she's she's, she's awesome. like we should probably learn how to get along
0: and he's just like yeah you know you do exactly what i say and we'll get along just fine
1: yeah fucking douche yeah theme song Bop, 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 bop. Eight minutes <laughs> 57 seconds with a commercial break. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you can count that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I
1: can't, but. Yes, yeah, a track. And a previously on. I'm just saying. It was a long time to this theme song. Like, it, it came on. And I was like, oh, wait. yeah, I forgot it. Yeah, no theme song. There it is. So, <laughs> um, we got Glenn no. Close. She wants Vic to get Shane involved with this. There's a guy who's on a motorcycle. That's who shot the drug counselor that you mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Somebody on a motorcycle, and she wants Shane involved because he's on Vice, and I don't know, he might know something, something, something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. It, you know, I'll be honest with you, Jack. I, I hate the way they try to wedge everybody into each episode as opposed to just bringing them back together again for whatever reason. <laughs> like everybody- well, I mean, at this point,
0: Shane is basically back in already. Like, he... Remember at the end of the last episode, he's like, yeah, yeah, I want back in. And so he is... He's back working at the barn, essentially. So he is now under... He's part of this whole, you know... Yeah. Expanded strike team again. So it, it, it's not like... She has to try too hard. He's already under there. That's true.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot he was brought back in. Yeah. Well, now like Lem, Lem, that's, Lem. That's more. Of a <laughs> yeah, Lem. Every week, Lem's got info. But but they kind of explain that later on, where it, like they kind of make it seem like, or at least they convey like the idea that Lem is keeping up with what Vic's up to, so he's trying to get information. J- to Vic, just so he can be in the loop. That's why he's around, because he's just finding out what Vic's working on, and if he has information that can help him, like, hey, I got, the, I got, I got some info that could help you on this, because he just wants to keep himself in the mix.
0: He's going all swim fan
1: on him. Yeah, all swim <laughs> just fan. Talking his life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so Lem brings in this witness. To who shot the, mo- you know, she saw the motorcycle thing, and apparently it has something to do with a dealer selling H or whatever, you know, one of them, you know, type of situation. Yeah, her mom apparently
0: is a big heroin addict, so she's sure that the guy, you know, the dealer who sells her mom drugs is the guy.
1: Alright, so... <laughs> So Shane and Army are at the fucking place, obviously. (laughs) They're in the clubhouse. Vic and Ronnie are looking at tapes from this, you know, this thing they're doing. And they got Dutch. And he's on a date Mm -hmm. with um, Claudette's friend. Yeah, I guess he did finally introduce them after all. All right. So here's my question. How did they bug Dutch's car? is he a <laughs> police car
0: like what's going on it's definitely dutch's car they said they borrowed the you know surveillance equipment and put it in there um i mean i gotta imagine they know how to pick locks uh <laughs> so i guess it's not that hard as long as you know dutch is inside for a good while they can they could certainly do it yeah i'm on the hunt i'm after you <laughs> so that's dutch- pretty great like Dutch is just not having any luck with this lady. Like, it's awkward as fuck.
1: Yeah, she ain't into Dutch at all, you know? No. <laughs> and, like, he goes to kiss her, and, like, she kind of rolls her eyes and shit or whatever, whatever. And
0: Yeah, it gives him, like, her earlobe, essentially, like, just kind of side of her face. Won't even look yeah, at her
1: yeah, at yeah. all. How about a kiss on the cheek? Yeah, yeah, kiss my yeah. ass. She gets out of the car. Dutch, Dutch is pretty pumped about it, though. She's like, he's like,
0: maybe we can go out again this weekend. She's like, no, I'm gonna be out of town. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm dying <laughs> this
1: weekend. So maybe yeah. after that, I'll call you or whatever when I'm resurrected. <laughs> um, so you know, she gets out of the car and he's like, yeah. Dutch man back in business. What a stud I am! And Duran Duran comes on the radio and he starts singing along, and it's pretty fucking awesome. Cause he, like, he's not just like, nah, 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 I'm hungry. No, no, no. He's 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 into it. He yeah. is Bond Simon Le Bon, or I think he's the lead singer of Duran Duran. But anyways, um, he he he's he's way into it, and it, they're all watching it and they're having a good time, and it's it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: Vic, like. The look on Vic's face, he is laughing like harder than he's ever laughed in his fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like maniacal how much he's laughing at this. Yeah. Even Shane and Army are having a good time, time with it. It's pretty great.
1: So Vic tells Shane and Army, hey, listen, you guys, we need you to look into this this guy on the motorcycle, you know, see what you can go find out with your, you know, information or whatever, and they immediately they go right to fucking Anthony <laughs> Anderson. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. This is what's going on here, you know. Fucking Shane, he's a piece of shit, man. He really is. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's he is totally in Antoine's pocket, although not as much as he will be by the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but he's basically saying, like, wait, you like, you know, like Antoine's kind of tough that they're going after changes. Like, well, he killed the drug counselor, so we have to. Like, at least I'll stop it with him, so that we don't go up, you know, up the food chain and go after you. Yeah. But Antoine is not happy about it either way.
1: You can tell he's just biding his time. Yeah, he's pretty grouchy in general, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um Dutch and Claudette get a murder case and Claudette's real upset with um you know, the the guy from the last episode that only had three pot plants and they seized his house and shit and Whatever, whatever, and Claudette and uh, Glenn Close have it out up in Vic's office. Yeah, uh, it's it's a good scene. Yeah, like,
0: clear the room.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Glenn it, Close digs into her. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you have an opinion, but I, I ain't, I ain't putting up with the insubordination. I'm like, well, you, you know, mm-hmm. you can kiss my ass on that. Um, so they have a good scene there. Uh. Claudette pretty much at this point
0: thinks that Glenn Close is the reason this all happened. She's like, you made some deal with the DA behind my back, didn't you? Glenn Close is just like, no. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
1: Yeah. But then Claudette figures it out. (laughs) It was Dutch. Of course it was Dutch. (laughs) So, they go to some crime scene, Claudette and Dutch. There's like a... I think there's a woman there. She's dead through, like, three gunshot you know, blast to the back or some shit. And then, like, the old husband, he almost faints over and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that guy, as soon as I saw that dude, I was like, oh, that dude was in Twin Peaks. Yeah. And then, uh, he was nice. in Twin Peaks, but then he wasn't the dude I thought he was in Twin Peaks. And then I'm like, oh, that's not the guy uh-huh. I thought he was. He was somebody else. I don't know who <laughs> that dude is. You know who that guy was? Uh-uh.
0: Literally that same guy that we talked about on Friday on the LCS show talking about species.
1: <laughs> the, oh, uh, the, hotel, the guy who worked at the hotel desk. The one he's like, "Hey, don't don't forget about your credit card." That guy. Yep. yep yeah. That's him. He's I back saw, again. Yeah, I saw him in the um. I saw him in the uh you know in the credits when I was looking it up because he he's gonna be my guest star in the thing.
0: But, like, too, when yeah. I first saw him <laughs> yeah.
1: in the episode, I was like, oh, that's the dude from Twin Peaks. But then I was like, it's it's not the dude. He was in Twin Peaks, but then he wasn't the guy. I thought he was the what giant. <laughs> I'll be honest oh, with you. Oh, okay. Or whatever that. kind of see that. The tall guy. Yeah. yeah. I thought that's who mm-hmm. that was. I'm like, oh, that's the guy. But then... I was like, oh, that's not him. But then he was in Twin Peaks as somebody. He was in Firewalk with me as Sheriff somebody. Yeah. somebody I don't he was remember. the asshole sheriff
0: that they, uh, like, Chris, uh, which, um, what's his name? Oh, the singer guy. Chris <laughs> I can't, Isaac? I think of his name. Yeah, Chris Isaac. Yeah. You know, remember they go to that police station,
1: and he's, like, the asshole guy that Oh, yeah. In a <laughs> yeah. He's, like, giving him a hard time. Mhm. Oh, that's him? Yeah, that was him. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I do remember him then from Twin Peaks. He did. He wasn't obviously as old. <laughs> you know, that movie was 20 years <laughs> ago or whatever, or 30 years. But,
0: uh, I mean, this was only probably 10 years after that. He looks
1: significantly older. Yeah, he does look decade. old as fuck. Yeah, he does look old as fuck. <laughs> All right, so long story short, uh, Humus faints. That's yeah. A-
0: And they're supposed to be running this case because everyone suspects it's a drug case, so they're supposed to go through Vic on this one, which Dutch is not happy about.
1: Yeah, Dutch is not happy about that. Um, (laughs) so Vic and Glenn Close, they go to see the girl's mom. I can't remember, Angie. Angie, yeah. Yeah. Angie's the girl that came in and said, "I know who the drug dealer guy is. He's on a motorcycle." So she's the one helping. She's like, you know, basically, she's just trying to like get some money, I think, to like, cause her mom needs, you know, they, they, they don't have any money. Like, she's not eating. Cause don't they give her a mm-hmm. bunch of candy? Was that her? Yeah. Just like, can I get
0: some Starburst before we go on this? You know. Oh season? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like Starburst?
1: Yeah, I don't mind Starburst. Yeah. I I'm not gonna say they're my favorite, but they're they're good. Yeah, every once in a while, like I wouldn't buy them, but if somebody gave me some I'd be like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. All I'm right, so. About. uh... Anyways, that has nothing to do with you.
0: So yeah, they go see they go see Angie's mom, who's just a fucking strung out mess, and they're trying to get some info out of her, and she's like trying to suck Vic's dick. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but then she's like, "Yeah, you know, there's you know all kind of dealers over on the cul-de-sac," and uh. Angie's like, oh yeah, I know where that is. Like, I can show you where that is.
1: Um, and they go,
0: go to they go to kind of stake out that that area, and they're like Vic and Lem are in a car, and they're kind of talking. And this is where we kind of find out like that because Vic, Vic knows why Lem is always hanging around and stuff that he wants back in, but like I can't do that right now because we're trying to you know keep Shane close, and that's just going to push him further away. So you know you got to hang back for now. Yes. It is weird that everyone wanted off the strike team, but now they all went back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Because Lem, especially Lem, like even Shane, like I don't know why either one of them would come back. Because (laughs) at least Lem wasn't into that life, it seemed. I mean, I get it. Vic's your buddy or whatever. And maybe those are your brothers or whatever. But still, Mm -hmm. like you're doing good work now. You're keeping kids in check uh, you seem to be, you know, it's not so dangerous. You're not robbing the Armenians. You know, it seems okay. Yes. You know, to a puke blood every day, probably. <laughs> yeah. Shane, I get. Like, Shane might want back in just because, like, Vic can protect me a little bit. Like, if shit goes yeah, south. Like,
0: like Lem probably could have come back, in you know. You know, and and without Shane there, like, it would have been fine, like, uh, because he didn't seem to have any bad blood with Ronnie or Vic, so, like, he could have come back earlier, but now with Shane's back, he wants back? (laughs) Like, that seems antithetical.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So. You'd be better off if
0: Shane's not there. Although, I guess maybe he thinks that, you know, that Vic has turned over a new leap with this thing, and he wants in now that they're not doing the crazy fucking illegal shit.
1: Yeah, that's possible, too. All right, so they go to they're going to swarm the drug house at this point. The whole squad's basically going in. Um, but Shane and Army they w- they want to call Anthony Anderson. They got like we got to let we got to let him know that this is about to go down. But then Glenn close is like no cell phones, which I thought was weird, you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, know. I get why she would say that, but what I don't get is like why they didn't call from the car? <laughs> yeah, I hear <laughs> it. Like but it's just the two of them in the car like
1: you know, who's going to know? Well, they weren't, no, because Shane was going with Lamb and Army was going with Vic. Oh. No, wait, no, 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 that can't be right. Maybe Army was going with Lamb and Shane was going. The, but I remember Vic saying, like, hey, Shane, you ride with whatever and uh, so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. Army will go with so-and-so. So they yeah. weren't together. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they weren't together. Yeah. But oh, yeah, they, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so they they swarm the house, they arrest a the dude, they have drugs in there, they got guns in there. They get info on a guy named Freebo. It's weird.
0: Yeah, like
1: basically Vicks, like anybody who wants to tell us who this guy is, you
0: know, you'll get a pass. No one's talking, so they start leading the guys out, and the last guy out is kinda like, Hey, hey, you know, I'll tell you what's up. <laughs> just yeah. just don't, you know, let the other guys know about it. You take me out like you do everybody else. Yeah. So he gives um, him this Freebo guy. Yeah, Freebo. Doesn't seem like the toughest <laughs> name. No. And he's got a twin brother named Weebo. Yeah, Leebo.
1: Not very Oh, not it, tough at all. Weebo
0: not very cool either.
1: No. Uh, uh-huh. Um Weebos so wobble, po- but they don't fall down. Oh, did you do you remember Weebo wobbles? Are you old enough for those? <laughs> yeah. Really? I those. Oh, I, I hit we- couple. I I had I had the uh, I had the Weeble tub sub I love that fucking thing but anyways um so the the police evacuate the neighborhood because the yeah we, there's like they, a
0: chemical they, smell so that's kind of their excuse but really they're trying to flush out uh because they yeah. think he's probably in one of those buildings so they're trying to get everyone out because so, they can't wait to get another warrant so they're just like hey if everyone needs to force everyone into the street then we'll find
1: him <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, like you said, they're flushing him out. So we get a we get a situation where Julian, uh there's a house with a baby and a dad and Julian takes the baby out and the dad kind of like, you know, you can't come in yeah, the house. The baby is like 5 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the kid, yeah, I guess it is a kid. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a baby. Um <laughs> And the dad gets jumped by the cops and shit, and it's just, like, it's it's really kind of, like, you know, it kind of mirrors what's going on uh, currently in, in, our, in our country, I would say, Jake. Yeah, but, I mean, they're just
0: taking the kid outside. They're not doing anything. Well, it's the fact that the
1: police and just the come in and, like, the Get out of your own house, piece of shit. You know, it's, like, that thing, I think. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, like... Yeah. Well, if a cop just barged into my house and told me to get out, I, I might swing at him. <laughs> That's a very bad idea. <laughs> I know it's a That's bad idea, but you know what else is a bad idea? <laughs> Walking into my house. That's also a bad idea for you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't come here. Yeah, just leave me alone. I'm, I'm going to risk it. I don't want the cat to see me masturbating. No, I mean, because, you know, it's usually right there by the <laughs> door and stuff. It's weird. Yep. Notebook paper. You want to make
0: eye contact while you're, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely don't, like, that's the worst. Like, what would happen if, like, I was right in the moment and they walked in and I didn't make eye contact <laughs> while I was, like, jizzing all over the couch and stuff? It's terrible. <laughs> I'd never live that down, yeah. Jake. They would always tell their buddies about it. Like, I could never <laughs> be there to defend myself. I'd be like, listen, like, I was already, de- I didn't know anything about this. They barged into my house like tyrants. I don't know. I coming. I don't know what to do. Fucking YouTube. <laughs> They'd be
0: like, why did posters of you on the wall, at the police station, with your dick in your hand?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eyes so wide open, mouth so wide open. <laughs> 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 it's so gross alright so anyways um, uh, <laughs> where are we here uh, so Vic... uh,
0: so they take that informant back to the, to the barn yeah. and uh, like Vic manages to get the guy up there because the guy like cracks smarts off to him so he's like alright you're coming with me to interrogation and they kind of are play acting but Vic kind of is taking it pretty serious as well
1: Oh yeah, he's got his like forearm out. right up under his chin and shit. He's got his—he's smashing his face <laughs> off the bars on the window so everybody down the cage can see. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> just playing it up for the homies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Acevedo's busting Glenn Close's balls again. He just won't let it go. Yeah, out of <laughs> dick. <laughs> then we get.
0: He's never there to help out.
1: We get a scene with uh, Anthony Anderson. He's he's pissed at Shane about the the drug bust or whatever. Because Mm -hmm. Shane and Army never called him to like
0: him.
1: Yeah.
0: And Shane's like, Oh, we never had a chance. Like, you know, we had to drive with these guys or whatever and like they wouldn't let us make any phone calls. It all went down before we knew what was happening. And he's like, Oh, we were double blind because you didn't tell us you had anything going on there so We didn't know about that and we didn't know what Mackie was up to, so it's not our fault. But (laughs) Antoine is completely fed up with them at this this point. Yeah. And he's about to get his sweet, sweet revenge.
1: Um Shane knows shows as Lick uh Lick. Vic and Lem are gonna (laughs) bust this Fredo guy and his twin brother. Like you know, there's nowhere but they're getting ready to leave, so Vic and Lem got to make a move. So they they advance That's on these nice. dudes, and, you know, Lem has to shoot one of the dudes. Yeah. Lebo. Luckily, Lebo. he shoots the brother. Yeah, Lebo. Lebo. Now, <laughs> does he die, or we, do we find out? Like, he seems like he's going to die, but they don't say for sure, right? Because he's not dead when Lem's there. Uh, I think he dies. Because uh-huh. there's definitely seems to be a lot of talk about
0: the shooting and, you know. I, I would imagine if he was alive, it wouldn't be as bad.
1: So that is sure true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> all right, so yeah. Yeah, Lem takes a dude out. It's a pretty good scene. It's a nice scene. I like it. Yeah, Lem's and the best. Jay finally shows up and they're like, where the fuck were you? <laughs> is Lem your favorite? He um, I don't know. I,
0: guess I think Nick's probably my favorite. I think Lem but is my favorite. Lem's probably number two. He's definitely the best one of them all. Like the best guy. Yeah. With the best heart. Would
1: you rather bang Lem or Claudette? <laughs> oh, man. Um. Or Danny. Probably Lem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I guess I'll take Danny. Oh, all I don't right, think I'll... I would enjoy it much, but I'll take Danny. <laughs> all right, I'll take
1: Lem then. All right, so um. <laughs> let's see. Glenn Close tells Claudette that the three-pot dude was up to some shady... There was shady shit going on with the DA. The three-pot dude was part of a fucking thing. We all knew this already because she, yeah, you know, yeah. we figured this all out before when... Dutch yeah, they're not going to take his house. She stopped She stopped, stopped that
0: whole seizure process on it because she's like, yeah, the DA definitely had motives where she was trying to get this guy off the witness stand. So, so we're going to hold off and, you know, you were right. But uh, she's like, man, I don't know why the DA would have picked you guys for this. That seems like the last person they'd want to pick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now Claudette knows. Like, oh, shit. Um, Vic's interviewing Freebo. Shane's watching it on the television. Don't
0: Freebo remember. doesn't even, like, know Antoine Mitchell at all, is, basically. Because there's so many people, like, in between him and Antoine. that He's like, yeah, I don't even know that guy.
1: Um, oh, Claudette and Dutch, their, their case with the, the woman who had like three shots in the back and the, the old man from Twin Peaks and almost faints. They bring the daughter in because the daughter told them there was like a car full of Mexicans outside when they when her and the dad went to run errands or whatever. So they, they bring her into ID the you know, the car full of Mexicans. And she's like, oh, yeah. That's definitely one of the Mexicans. He was driving the car. I recognize that Mexican (laughs) everywhere. And then uh, Claudette, they're (laughs) like, uh, oh, that's a cop, and you're guilty as fuck.
0: Yeah, they were already kind of on to her pretty much, because the story wasn't adding up, and, and like, nobody else saw this car outside there, and they kind of realized that this girl, like, hated the mom a little bit, she definitely had an axe to grind there. And also, like, the stepmom, who was dead... All of her jewelry was taken in this supposed robbery, but none of the daughters, you know, jewelry which was all given to her by her real mom. Like none of that stuff got taken. <laughs> Just the stepmom stuff. So like, wait a minute, this don't make any fucking sense.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they ID her. It turns out like I guess the stepmom was taking the dad to Arizona and the daughter wasn't invited. And I was like, okay, well, you know, you are 50. Maybe it is time, you know, you move out on your own and shit, you know. It's like, you know, maybe cut the umbilical cord at 50 and you can maybe just, you know, get your own apartment and do your own laundry and, you know, make your own fucking mac and cheese and shit. Yeah, it's weird, because I don't think she couldn't do
0: those things. It seems like she was the one doing those things for her father. She was just, like, addicted to taking care of him. Yeah. So she was codependent to be this caretaker, I
1: guess. Yeah, something to that effect, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. She just couldn't let that go. We get a scene with Dutch is all happy. It's like, oh,
0: yeah, we just got this killer. All right, sweet. But then Claudette starts interrogating him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about that, Jane? <laughs> she fucking knows.
0: Yeah, she knows by this. She's like, well, if it wasn't Glenn Close, like, clearly this was fucking Dutch trying to get, get us out of the doghouse with the DA. So he pretty much confesses immediately. He's just like, yeah, yeah, I fucking did it. <laughs> I made a deal, whatever. And she is fucking pissed. She starts yelling at him. He's just like, you know what? You you lost. Like, this is the only way to get us out of the out of the doghouse.
1: I'm glad I did it. Yeah, and I I I I agree with him. It was kind of like, cause he's like, you're not only you know, you're not only fucking your own career. He's like, you're you're fucking dragging me down with you. Like, I don't have anything to do with this, but you're you're dragging me along with you. And he's like, I, I just did what I had to do to like get us, you know, I just got to get us like our street cred back, basically. Yeah, get
0: get <laughs> us back out in the street, like actually solving real crimes again. Yeah, and yeah, I get it because I mean, how much longer can you just sit there and do nothing? Like, especially I mean, she's maybe close to retirement, but he's definitely not. Like,
1: (laughs) he's in a really shitty situation. Yeah. Um. So Glenn Close congratulates the squad. Everybody did a great job. Danny and Julian have this argument over like the police's role in the neighborhood and. You know, that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we, you know, Claudette and Dutch have a, you know, they confront each other. We already talked about that. Uh, oh, and Monica was watching that whole thing, the whole on
0: the uh, the camera. So she saw this and she gets into it with Beth Ansardi, that assistant DA lady that we've seen a couple times yeah. this season. Yeah. Uh, she's like, you know, um, like, hey, don't ever do this shit again, where you're using your office to lean on my detectives and make them do shit for you, because like, get, uh, two can play at this game. What are you gonna do if my officers just don't, you know, show up late for court and fuck up the evidence and shit like that? <laughs> like, either we, w- we help each other or we're fucking against each other. She's like, all right, you got me.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all cool again. Yeah, I like that. So lady. I guess they're they're off the hook. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. She's been in a bunch of shit. She's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So Julian goes to Claudette, and she he needs help on like you know the community, like you know she's she's black, he's black, so he goes to her for guidance, and I don't know, she's in a bad mood, so she's not really yeah. happy. She's <laughs> not, happy. not happy. No.
0: Basically, like
1: she's She's just like, okay. Yeah, basically, okay. she's like, you know, just, just go do what you gotta fucking do, man. Just you know, don't yeah, don't. You got a voice, about. go fucking use it. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> I got no, I got, own, own, I own, I got now. Yeah. <laughs> and then. um so at the end of this episode, we get Shane and Army. They get jumped. Yeah, well, first, first, first like
0: uh, Lem comes in and he's like, uh, like Antoine or Angie's mom is dead. She OD'd, and we can't find Angie anywhere. So they're like, oh, well, that can't. That's probably not good. Yeah, it's never good. <laughs> yeah, we so we find sh- out soon
1: where Angie is. Yeah, Shane and Army get jumped. By Anthony Anderson and his crew, and beating the fuck out of him. This <laughs> a t- meeting
0: to beat on their or uh, talk out their communication skills and try to get
1: better. Uh, because Shane and Army beat help. the shit out of like Halpern is like Anthony Anderson's number one guy. Mm-hmm. You are my number one. So. Helper and his crew beat the shit out of, like, uh, out of Army and Shane this time, and then they bring out Angie, the girl who everybody's been looking for, whose mom just OD'd and all that kind of shit, and Anthony Anderson just shoots this girl with Shane's gun and Army's gun, puts a couple bullets uh, from each of their guns into this girl, and then tells them, yeah. like, listen. So apparently her...
0: Her mom you know who is now dead apparently she was the one who gave up that her daughter was the one who was the informant basically so that's how anthony anderson found out about her and then he went and picked her up and they basically gave the mom so much heroin that she would you know od so that's why it's not that shane shane never told them about angie which i guess is kind of important because that would make him really bad
1: dude (laughs) yeah but you know fuck shane Uh, No more episode. (laughs) Hey, I ain't bitching. All right, so um, (laughs) and that's basically where we end. He's like, "Listen, you guys want to fucking get mouthy and shit? I'll just dump this body somewhere, and they're gonna find your bullets in it, and you guys are fucked. So fuck you. You're gonna do whatever." Like Shane's card is in her
0: pocket too. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he put yeah something in there.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah. If they find this body, like you guys are on the fucking hook. Yeah. So. You do exactly what I say, or this little girl's body comes floating up, and yep. it, it's a fucking great scene. It really is, yeah. This is one of those moments from the show where I'll just always remember it because you're just like, holy shit!
1: You're always like, it really oh, like. Anthony Anderson's not gonna shoot like a fourteen-year-old kid. The fuck he ain't. He's gonna shoot her with two different guns. <laughs> yep. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> He is He's he awesome. a guns. Bam. He, he really is. So yeah, different. I don't want to
0: step on it too much, but... Yeah, he's he great. <laughs> yeah, I never would have expected this role out of him, like, before or since, but man, he really has been fucking phenomenal at this. He is good. This whole season's been fucking good, Jake.
1: It really has. It, yeah. It's so different, but I love it. I, I gave this episode I, a 9 out of 10.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. Yep.
1: Yeah. Solid good. episode. This whole fucking season's been good. I don't know if we've been under an 8
0: yet. I know they uh they mentioned in the commentary that this was about the time that I guess uh like Michael Chiklis broke his foot or something like that. And he needed some kind of foot surgery. So I'm guessing we're not going to see him chasing down any crooks for a little
1: bit. <laughs> well, how he broke his foot like filming the show.
0: Uh, I don't know. He just had some kind of a foot problem, they said. It didn't seem like he broke it. It's more just he had something wrong with his foot than he had surgery. So, uh, he was like, yeah, like, it kind of worked out for me that this was probably the season where I had to do the least. Like, because there were so many new characters that they were focusing on that he's like, yeah, I got to kind of sit back a little bit, which is kind of yeah. nice for me. Like, if yeah. I was going to break my foot, this was the time to do it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I liked it because I got to be a little bit more subtle and stuff like that than i usually am i'm like oh that's
1: cool i like it all right so all let's, right, let's award some, this uh, this best quotes uh best, best quotes, quotes. <laughs> let's see there there was some good ones hell yeah i'm pretty sure the next episode i didn't have so many quotes but i think this one i had a, a good bit
0: yeah go there are some great ones in this one i <laughs> like when uh like uh, Angie's mom, they go to see her, and like the first thing she the out of her mouth, but it's like she has Tourette's or something. She's just like, "Sons of bitches, eat my ass!"
1: <laughs> yeah. Sons of bitches, bumpuses. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <what I> mean. <laughs> That's what I thought of right away. It was Christmas Story and uh, the old man.
0: Sons of bitches.
1: <laughs> um, the scene where Glenn Close and Claudette, like where, where she goes up and she's like, "Yeah." I found out that the D.A. was kind of up to some shady bullshit. And she says, you smelled horse shit? Turns out there was a pony in the barn. Yeah. yeah I thought that was a good line. <laughs> that that was, was a good, crazy. like, it's a good I olive
0: branch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's a good captain. She's trying to look out for her people. Yes. And following up on their complaints. So yeah. that's that's a good thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the last line of the episode is basically where, uh, you know, Antoine now has shane and army doing you know under his thumb essentially from now on so he's just like from now on i say suck my dick you say <laughs> you want me to lick your balls daddy <laughs> <laughs> you want me to lick your balls daddy
1: yeah he's so good <laughs> yeah he really is he's phenomenal um the scene earlier on where like um where Shane and Army are supposed to be looking at this motorcycle guy, but they go right to Anthony Anderson and tell him what's going on, and they're giving information. And at the end, like, Shane's real cocky, and he just looks at him and goes, holla, and I don't know. I just thought it was a good I yeah, a good line, the way he says that. It is good, and then they call that back later when they're
0: having their scene at the end where he's just like, I think he says something like that, and he's like, I don't say holla, and I'm not your
1: homie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, um i got
0: one. I like when uh, dutch is on his, his date and he's uh you know this obviously this lady's black and he's you know not his his idea of conversation is just like i guess cooler climbs are just hardwired in, into my northern european dna yeah
1: <laughs> i thought that was such a weird line man like i didn't i didn't, I didn't <laughs> get where he was going with that
0: yeah, I guess he was apologizing because he was using the AC so much. <laughs> like he's a Viking. And or something? I guess he. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to understand Dutch
1: a lot of the time. Yeah, he's he weird. Just to does touch. Dutch stuff. That's why he doesn't get laid that often. Just stop being his weird no. dude. Just say like, yeah, I like The Shining. Let's go watch The Shining, and then we'll <laughs> order a pizza and fuck. That's what people do. Does that work? <laughs> yes, it works. Girls don't want some oh my, fucking guy man. like putting on a fucking show, show shit. Just be your fucking self. Like, yeah, let's just go watch a fucking movie and we'll, you know, mess around. Maybe a hando, huh? A little blowy blow. <laughs> um,
0: we'll reenact The Shining. You be the guy in the bear suit.
1: Oh yeah, Wendy, <laughs> darling, light of my life. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> it's really good brains in that's all just bash him right to fucking um that first scene where Aceveda's fake raping that hooker and then like you know the whole incident goes down where she's like you're too rough and then afterwards like when you know because i don't know if it was last episode or two episodes ago we learned that like in addition to the money, you have to bring her a gift of I forget what the amount was at least of x amount of dollars she needed a gift or whatever mm-hmm. so she looks at the gift and she's like oh it's it's like this purse, it's like this purse and um she's like oh it's it's nice uh you know I got a pair of shoes that'll go with this next time bring a gift receipt <laughs> he's like uh in there is what the gifts are for not the small talk like because she's trying to like it's okay it happens to every guy kind of fucking thing and he ain't having it like he so he's still got to like you know like uh, i'm still better than you kind of he has to have this thing it seems yeah. like also, it always has to be like the alpha male in any scenario like, I'm in charge yeah. of everything. no matter who he's with, he's in charge. And I get maybe when you, get, you know, you swallow a big mouthful of cum, maybe that does that to you or whatever. But uh, it's weird.
0: You're trying to get that control back again. Yeah. He's definitely way overdoing it because, yeah, he's just screwing over everyone. Yeah. And just- you can't even say, like, oh, he was never like this before. Like, he screwed over Claudette last season and took her job before this all happened yeah he's, so he's just kid. always been a
1: dick
0: yeah <laughs> um um so dutch ones? is going to vic he's working for vic in this episode so he's going to ask vic for his advice and stuff like that and uh, vic mentions to him you know just attack it like you're hungry like the wolf <laughs> <laughs> and it's just such a great call
1: Okay. And in the background, Shane and Ronnie are both watching this go down. Like if you if you watch yeah. that scene, like about ten five, ten feet behind Vic is Shane and Ronnie and they're just kind of watching it. It's it's pretty cool.
0: Like you're Speaking hungry. of Dutch's date, I like when he's uh he's like, Looks like his next date's gonna be with some hand cream.
1: Rice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I don't think I have any other quotes.
0: Um, I had one more. When uh, when Vic sees that Acevedo showed up at the barn, he says to him, Hey, press conference hasn't started yet. There's still time for you to figure out how to take credit for all this. Oh <laughs> yeah. That was a good line, yeah. <laughs> he fucking knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right, let's do uh, the Kristen Bell Best Guest Star Award. I well, think we both have the same person.
1: I went with the dad.
0: Yep. For Gary free. Bullock. Yeah. Is uh, is the actor's name. Yeah, he played the old dad. Yes. It's so weird that like we just did a movie with this guy <laughs> last week.
1: Yeah. Like what are the chances?
0: I don't see this guy very often. But what no. I do, it happens to a lot apparently. Yeah. Twin peaks
1: <laughs> If you're in Twin Peaks, you're always gonna be good with me. Yeah, hell yeah. I gotta go back and watch that again.
0: Ah, uh, me too. <laughs> I might just do that as well. It really is so funny. Maybe good.
1: maybe when we're done with the show, we'll just go into Mackey's Black Lodge. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. Um, MVP of the episode. you got um, for this one?
1: I'll be honest with you. I went with Anthony Anderson. I did too. <laughs> did you really? Yep. Yep. It's because John Mitchell, that's what I got right here. I went with it because of the, you know, the the little speech he had with Glenn Close at that community center, and then like the scene at the end with Shane, I thought was awesome too.
0: Yeah, I mean, that last scene is so fucking good that even if he didn't do anything the rest of the episode, like, I think he'd be the MVP because that's just so memorable, so, like, intimidating and downright scary, and it just elevates him to this whole other level of, like, the villains on this show. Like, there have been some villains that have recurred on this show a couple of times, but this guy, you can just tell, is smarter, and he's got these guys in this terrible situation that's, like, actually, like, you're like, oh, God, how the fuck are they going to out of this shit. <laughs> he's like a less fat kingpin.
1: <laughs> or a just as fat kingpin. Yeah, I don't know. You always see the kingpin in the comics at least. He's way overweight.
0: Yeah, like I'm thinking more like the Daredevil TV show kingpin. They're yeah. probably about the same size. Yeah,
1: if he's Vincent but, D'Onofrio uh, size, yeah. yeah. I mean, in the comic book, he's got to be 400 pounds. They always oh, swap easily. as like some big fucking huge thing.
0: You know what's weird is, is, like, there's a time in the 80s where I feel like they kept drawing the kingpin in, like, a sumo diaper and shit like that. No. It's like, I don't need this. <laughs> no, I don't want to
1: see that at all. Keep the clothes up. Huh? <laughs> yes. All right. So we both got... We're both in agreement so far. I'm sure we both got... Who do you got for your fuck-up? Because I bet we agree yeah. on it. <laughs> I have to imagine we
0: do. Uh, I mean, obviously Dutch made a run at it with his whole date, but really, Shane. Uh, oh, Shane yeah. is the,
1: the fuck-up. Oh, yeah. I went with Shane fo' show on this one. Yeah. You he's know?
0: he's gotten himself into quite the pickle. Him and Army. Um, Basically, you know, he tried to think he was as cool as Vic. And uh, he is not. He cannot handle these situations
1: nearly as well. Well, oh, he's not as smart either. No, he, he's too emotional.
0: Like Vic was good at picking his partners. Like, I mean, like Rondell Robinson wasn't the smartest, but you know, at least once he figured that out, he got rid of him. And then Tio, was smart. He was just like a businessman almost. Like he didn't, he wasn't out doing crazy shit. Whereas you could tell, like fucking Antoine Mitchell, he's a bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> Like this guy has aspirations, and he is going to be crazy, and you do not want to mess with this guy. But Shane, yeah, yeah, he was great. You really see, like, man, it it kind of makes it really makes sense why Vic was trying to do all that landlording stuff because when he's not doing that, this is what happens: you get guys like Antoine Mitchell or fucking uh, Armadillo. These people that are much, much worse. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I forgot about Armadillo. That was a while ago. Yeah. So
0: when he's when he's kind of got his own people in control, it, it works out better for the city. So as wrong as it may be, I definitely see why it makes sense.
1: <laughs> All right. So who do you got on the uh, – what are we at? Um, oh, the, the Dumpy Award for the no, worst dumpy. part
0: of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went with Julian and his yep. speech to Danny. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, we got a clean sweep here. Yeah. <laughs> this doing is doing like, good. why don't we go after the lawyers who fucking represent drug dealers? It's like, well, I mean, it's their right to have counsel. Yes. You're going <laughs> to arrest them for doing their job?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna arrest for doing your job. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck Julian. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, he's, he's losing his shit a
0: little bit again. Yeah. We'll see more next episode. Wow, we went four for four on that. That's got to be a first, I think.
1: It, I think it is, for sure. Yeah. We're just mind-melding, apparently, after all this time. Thank God.
0: <laughs> all right, well, we got one last thing to do here, which I don't think we'll be crossing over too much, theoretically. I doubt uh, it. Yeah, we always come at this from different angles, I think. Um, So we're going to do some casting here. Yeah. Who would they be if they weren't on the Shield? Where we try to figure out what bands or musical artists these uh, characters from the Shield would be. I guess we'll start with Dutch here.
1: Duh. Dutch this episode. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Uh how do you want you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh oh, do want you go first. <laughs> all right. I got three bands for Dutch, but it's all they're all kind of the same type of band. But okay. Uh when I thought the Dutch I was like, man, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Dutch is weird, and Dutch is kind of fucking. I don't, he, he he's hard to get a gauge on. But I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you, Jake. When I saw the Dutch, the first band that came into my mind was the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs>
0: wow. Do,
1: do you know who those I can guys totally are? See yes. They sing like I got the I eye in the, the, the sky. sky. I got i don't know the words but um (laughs) like i just thought like okay dutch is kind of progressive rock Mm -hmm. um like you know a couple people listen to it but most people think it's just kind of fruity or whatever or garbagey pretentious (laughs) Yeah. yeah very pretentious so for whatever reason, Alan Parsons Project was the first band that popped into my head. And then I thought, like, OK, well, then That's he's right. probably also Yes and Toto. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so those are all in the same vein.
1: <laughs> That, well, that
0: all makes a lot of sense.
1: And then after I figured that, because I did all this like just maybe an hour before we started recording this shit, so then I just went and listened to like Weezer sing Africa about four times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that song sounds too
0: much like the original. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I don't I like even the... know which one I'm listening to anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah the video bad. has Weird Al
0: lip-syncing. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part. That video is um, pretty great. If you got Weird Al in your video, I'm down. Speaking of, that's one of the people I had on my list for who Dutch is. Weird Al? <laughs> weird Al and his band. Uh, because Dutch, he, he's a goof. He's weird, and people think he's just a joke. Yeah. But he is actually very talented and good at his job. He's a good detective, much like Weird Al, <laughs> who people just go, like, the guy who makes the goofy song parodies. But, like, he's actually, you know, pretty fucking smart and, like, a talented lyricist and a good, like, rapper and stuff. (laughs) And his band, like, can play, like, any different song from any different genre. So, like, they're very talented. That is true. Kind of like that.
1: That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, Weird Al can absolutely rap. Yes. (laughs) He's (laughs) so good. Like I understand, like he's doing, like uh, uh what's that? Uh, White and Nerdy, uh, Riding Dirty. Mm-hmm. He's very fucking good in that song. It's so fast, and he fucking nails it, and it, yeah. it sounds great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and uh, um, it's all about the Pentiums. He raps in that. Uh, there's been a few raps, but Weirdo can absolutely rap. So, yeah, I, get, I see the correlation. When you first said that, I was like, I don't know, I don't, what the fuck is Jank drinking? But, uh, yeah, I get, okay, I can see where you're going.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Along that same line, I also went with uh, They Might Be Giants, especially like John Linnell of They Might Be Giants. He reminds me a lot of Dutch. Hey. <laughs> They're both kind of skinny, brown-haired, guys who are, like, not
1: terrible looking, but just slightly awkward. Yeah, okay. I don't, um, what is, they might be giant's biggest hit. Cause it, like when I Googled them, it says birdhouse in your soul. Yeah, that's probably, I, would, I was going to say that. That was probably the biggest hit. Okay. What is that song? Uh, it's a song from 1990. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how does it, like, I don't I, like, how does it go? <laughs> birdhouse in your soul. Oh, uh. Blue canary in the olive by the light switch. Who
0: watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul, not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. <laughs> Make a little birdhouse
1: in your soul. Hmm. I don't. I, I, I might have okay. heard it. I don't know if I've heard that. I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a big one. Okay. Alright, so alright. I, I I'll just take your word for it on they might be giants. I'm I'm not well versed in those guys. Yeah, they're also
0: they're very goofy but very talented and, and prolific as fuck. Like they've
1: got more songs than any band I know. <laughs> so are they like a Primus type of thing? Like where Primus is kinda silly too. But yeah but yet I they're like a good that. band though.
0: Yeah. I would
1: definitely put them in that category. All right. Um, a little more
0: varied. Like they do a lot of different things where you're like, oh, that's shit. That's totally different and weird. But
1: so I would like you it. say like they might be giants is like a college uh, rock version? Like what do they call that? College radio? Whatever that fucking category is. Like yeah. And then like if, if Primus is a rock and roll band, quote unquote, then then they might be giants is a college band. Yeah, like it's that, college rock, indie rock, yeah, like something along those lines. That yeah, hipstery kind of sound. Yeah, kind
0: of. All right, uh, I will
1: listen to Birdhouse in Your Soul at some point. Yeah, definitely you
0: should. Doctor Worm is really good. That song got a little bit of airplay. Uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople, or Particle Man, also very good. All right, I'll,
1: I'll check. Them out. I love that
0: band. I've got like all of their shit um the next one i had was kanye west why <laughs> because no one's a bigger fan of dutch than dutch <laughs> <laughs> dutch, dutch, dutch. that is for show. yeah <laughs> much like kanye west like he's all he's big fan of himself yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and they're both kind of crazy. Like you're like, uh I don't know if I trust this, this
1: guy. Oh, I definitely don't trust Kanye. He might go strangle I, a cat. I wouldn't <laughs> trust Dutch with my pets for show. <laughs> nope. I would like to beat the Not fuck. Not at man, all. Though. I can't fucking stand that guy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can't
1: blame you. Yeah. You could be my black cape, Austin. <laughs> Not a fan. No, I am not. A fan. <laughs> By the way, those Yeezy shoes look like fucking. I could, I could make that out of a Kleenex box. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: that's
1: all I'm saying. I've never seen him. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I got for Dutch. Yeah, that's all I got too. Alan Parsons probably All right.
0: Got the that's pretty crazy. I can see Dutch singing that in the car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like that they picked Duran Duran, though. I love that band. Hell yeah. I love Duran. That song is fucking
0: great. I mean, I can laugh at Dutch, but I'd be doing the same thing in
1: my car. Oh, I would absolutely <laughs> be. I would be even more into it than Dutch was. <laughs> yep. Like, almost like, I'm at Wembley Stadium, There's 6,000 people there, and I'm singing this. I'm Simon Le Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep.
0: Alright, well I guess that's it for this episode, so until Wednesday. Bye motherfuckers. Bye. Hey Mo! Your
1: sister's
0: ass really tastes as sweet as Alvarez here says it does. He wants to know what your mama's putting in the corn muffin.